Welcome to Valley Biz Buzz, brought to you by the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce. I am Diana Williams, CEO and founder and producer of Valley Biz Buzz. Please join us in welcoming Season 3 show host, Chamber of Commerce member, and founder of Morale Matters, Danielle Roy. January 2023 here. I am Danielle Roy, your host for Valley Biz Buzz, as well as founder at Morale Matters. I am here with Phil Christie, owner and general manager of School of Rock here in Woodland Hills. And, and I'm excited to talk to you today, Phil. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to see us. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, yes. So I want to kick off today's episode um, by asking you, uh, what was the light bulb moment that solidified in your mind that this is it, this is the career I want to pursue? Uh, a few factors went into that. I, like many School of Rock owners, came out of the corporate world. Uh, I uh, headed up uh, a film and television post-production facility in Burbank for a number of years. And uh, I was looking for something new about eight years ago, I guess. And it was interesting because I had become a parent, I guess about, my son was about uh, three, four, four, four years old at that point. And I'd always been a singer, songwriter, and musician. And I was coming out of the corporate world. So I was accustomed to managing operations and managing a team of people. And I happened to be looking at a, uh, a CNN news article on up and coming franchise opportunities for 2013, 2014. And School of Rock was one of the kind of up-and-comers that, that they were saying, hey, this is kind of interesting in terms of how much they're expanding and what have you. So I looked into it, and we live here, my wife and I live here in Woodland Hills, so we're, we're local to the community anyway. And uh, I reached out to School of Rock, and they had a few locations throughout LA, but there was nothing here in the West Valley. And so from a territory point of view and a, and, and a captive audience and a marketing point of view, um, this seemed like a, a golden location, really, in terms of families and, and having no School of Rock presence. So all three prongs of the professional background, being a parent and having been a musician, sort of intersected with the idea. and. Uh, my wife and I pulled the trigger on it, and here we are. <laughs> wow, that's a fascinating story. I love that. It's that light bulb, like, ding, all right, perfect work-life balance, yeah, right? Great yeah. place for the family. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of our listeners, you know, think of School of Rock as more of a family-oriented place, too. But from what I can tell, there's a lot of opportunities for adults as well, right? Absolutely. We are all ages. Here. So okay. uh, we, we have a preschool program for ages three through five, so we do start that young, uh, and then we get into the actual core curriculum at about age seven when we start combining private lessons with what School of Rock is known for, getting the kids together in these group formations where they're learning music as a band. And then at the end of every four-month season, we do our big shows at the Canyon Club or the Sagebrush Cantina, what have you, here in, here in the area. 
and and the kids get to experience that first time on stage playing in front of a live audience, which I know you you know exactly how that feels. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, and and so what we hope for and what we've seen in our eight years is uh, some, many of the kids have literally grown up with me. They came in when they were eight years old, and now they're heading off to music colleges. And wow. so that has been extremely satisfying to, you know, you, you, you develop a real connection to these families. But it doesn't stop there. Then we have the program for the teenagers, similar, again, getting them together in bands. And I have an adult band program, too. Wow! So I have two different groups of adults that meet here every week. They work on a set of live music together, and they join us for that live show when we perform at these venues. So it is truly all ages. Yeah. Wow, and it sounds like you have a great relationship with many local businesses. You mentioned Sagebrush Cantina, Canyon Club, someone. Absolutely. We, I mean, I have so many local vendors, many, many who are chamber members uh, as well, chamber of commerce members who, uh, you know, they'll either handle my printing requirements for our show posters or, or what have you. Um, so we really do kind of encompass the, you know, the whole community in terms of what both what we need for the school, but also in terms of how we get out as a school uh, in the community as well. Wow, and what sort of um, instruments are taught here in both the individual lessons and groups, singing as well, vocals, or what are kind of some of the most popular too? Yeah, it it, it was kind of interesting. When we built and designed the the floor plan here, uh, I decided to, put in two drum rooms rather than just the one. Uh, and that's one of the decisions when you're designing a school of rock is how many of what do I do I create? Right. And thank God we put in two drum rooms because <laughs> that, I have to say, is probably the most popular instrument. Really? And you, you would think perhaps that a guitar player or piano might be kind of top, top uh, enrollment or top popularity, um, but it's the drummers. Ah! But, Boys, girls, doesn't matter. Drummers. <laughs> you know, and then everything else follows after that. <laughs> you know, I am swearing that my two-year-old is going to be a drummer, too. Oh, yeah. So she's going to have to come to School of Rock because I don't want to drive my neighbors crazy. So. She's already got the Tupperware on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and the, the wind spoon. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah, she can actually hold a little beat. Uh, okay. So. Excellent. Those are good signs. <laughs> no, but that's, that's fantastic that people can really hone in on their craft here. Uh, and it's in these soundproof rooms in that oh, yeah. facility. That's fantastic. Yeah, that, 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 that's what we're all about. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's, you know, when we do those shows, all ages, uh, in terms of uh, the folks who are in the Rock 101 program through the adult program participate in that. And it's just super fulfilling to see the work that everybody's put in during the season come alive on, on stage. It's, it's, it's fun. Well, and I can imagine sometimes uh, children and adults that might be a little on the shyer side really come to life in that live setting as well, right? Even more so than uh, than in a class. Yeah. It's, it's that rewarding. It, it's it's a big factor, I think, in terms of the attraction of School of Rock because uh, the kids, I think, who come here and, and enroll in the shows end up finding their tribe. 
right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the, the sports jocks got their football teams and their baseball teams and stuff, but we're capturing that place for those kids who might be shy or a little more reticent about that sort of social interaction and music is a way of kind of bringing them to the, you know, kids like themselves. And uh, and that part of it has been transformative as well. I've I've had kids come through the door, um, you know, when they first come into the lobby and they're sort of staring at their shoes, not sure about what this is all about or how I'm going to feel about this. And then you see them, you know, tearing up a stage uh, at a performance, and for them, that's their light bulb moment. You know, right. suddenly they have found their thing that allows them to come out of their shell and 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 like I said so many of the kids have have parlayed that into you know continuing with with music you know beyond their school of rock and enrollment so that's that's that gave me the chills with the light bulb yeah it really <laughs> is. that's amazing it really is. to see yeah. and to be a part of that so it sounds extremely rewarding it is it is it's uh it's uh uh, from a job satisfaction uh, point of view, I, I, I often tell my friends from the post-production industry who uh, come and visit, and, and you know we're still, of course, friends. And you know, I, I, it, I, I always tell them it may not have necessarily the monetary compensation that I used to have <laughs> in the corporate world, but I make up for that in terms of uh, you know the job satisfaction and and sort of the that kind of compensation in terms of what we get to you know do for these kids yeah. that's amazing yeah. that's amazing tell me about uh, you mentioned your core curriculum here so is mm -hmm. that the rock 101 it's rock 101 and the performance program so okay. and you know really they are the same thing uh, rock 101 caters to ages 7 through 11 okay so we're sort of tailoring that program specific to that age group and over the course of four months, the kids enrolled in that program will polish three songs. Okay. And get them sort of show ready for the performance. Our upcoming show is uh, going to be January 22nd at the Canyon Club. And uh, so the younger kids will be the opening act for the older kids. The older kids enroll in the actual show themes that we uh, make available to them every season. So every season, the show themes change. Okay. So, you know, uh, the one that's coming up, we're going to be doing um, uh, the, his the birth of rock and roll. So we're going to go back to Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis and Chuck Berry and really take them on that journey. Uh, we're also doing Metallica, so I've got something for all my diehard metal fans. I love it! And then in between that, uh, we're doing uh, When We Were Young, which captures that old Green Day uh, emo pop punk crowd, uh, Blink-182 and bands like that, So, the, which the kids, a lot of our kids really love that era. Uh, so we try to make something available for all of the musical styles that are here, and for the older kids, they'll enroll in one of those shows, and that will be a 16-song set. Wow! Uh, and so they're cast on specific songs based upon their instrument, and they'll be part of that, that concert when we, when we launch it. So 
That's fantastic. Yeah. So a little bit of all of the genres yeah. uh, for everyone. So mm -hmm. regardless of what type of music you really connect with, you get to experience a range. So yeah. you might find a new love and passion in something that you've never played before, right? That's what we hope for because uh, sometimes it can be a bit of a push to get some of the kids who are, you know, they're just fixated on one genre and and kind of getting them to you know if you're into this i want you to check out you know doing the prince show say or something like that because prince drew on Jimi hendrix you can follow the line in terms of the styles of playing and then if the kids do a season of something they haven't done before they're they're kind of a sponge. You hope that they soak a little bit of that up so when they create their own musical styles going forward, a little piece of that maybe came with them, right? Oh, absolutely. And Key influencers, right? Yeah, They're really yeah. making it their own as artists. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So so we try and mix it up. We'll do a Motown show, we'll do women in rock, and and, and we'll do the really hard stuff too. So we'll try and get something for 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 everyone if we can. Yeah. Wow, and would adults be participating in this as well, or what are your adult programs look like? Yeah, the adult the program follows a similar approach in that they get together and they develop a 45-minute set, uh, a 30-minute to a 45-minute set. It, it just depends on, on how many songs that we can kind of get together in time for the season. Um, traditionally, we've made it a little more... Um, generic in our approach so I'll kind of talk to the adults coming in about the styles they like and and try and make sure we're hitting songs within the class that will appeal to each of them so everybody feels represented however I am kind of thinking about some of the future seasons coming up where you know what let's maybe approach it with a theme in mind so let's okay. do, do an adult program and it's all British invasion or something like that, you know. How far? So yeah, so so I have been thinking about you know flipping that a little bit and making making it a little bit more like our 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 kids program where they do a specific genre, a specific theme. Uh, so we're we might toy with that next season. Wow! <laughs> Thank you for sharing. That's so interesting. I'm sure I'm just thinking of all of the possibilities where you know my connections and fa families, all the way up to adults, could really find value here. Yeah, absolutely. You're you are never too young to uh, start rocking out and to have fun, right? That's yeah. a big goal for everyone in yeah. 2023. That's what makes life worth living for: having fun. Yeah, most of my adults come here um, uh, already play. Yeah, they're they're looking for that social interaction of getting together with other musicians to just work on songs together. That's that's really my find the attraction for the adult crowd. Um, so uh, that's 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 been fun to watch. Yeah. You, you're creating a real community here. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it really it really has. Um, uh, we've been very very happy with with uh, the reception to School of Rock over the past eight years and our involvement in the community. It's been uh, uh, quite a surprise too. I mean, I, I certainly didn't expect expect all of the connections we've made. Uh, so it's it's been very satisfying. Many through the Chamber of Commerce, right? Many through the Chamber of Commerce. It's it's funny, you know, when um, just before we opened the doors here uh, was when I joined the Chamber and said, so now I'm goodness, fall of 2013. We're going back to here. 
And uh, my thinking at the time was um, purely from a, a business perspective, you know, I'm, I, I need to find ways to launch School of Rock and make it visible in, in the community. So I figured, well, joining the chamber is probably a smart way to do that. Good marketing <laughs> opportunity, good, right? Great, great network, <laughs> network, networking and what's, what have you. And that was my initial reasoning, you know, behind that. Um, but what I quickly found was um, even my own personal involvement with the chamber became far more than anything we do in terms of just the networking events that they do, which are fantastic. Um, but they have individual committees as well that specialize in different pockets of interest. And, and for me, I joined the education committee because my original thinking was you know, since we are an after-school school, school <laughs> right. um, program, um, you know, connecting to educators might be sort of a logical way to, again, get visibility for the school, but also connect to the schools themselves. Um, but what we quickly found over time was the actual program that we uh, pursue at the chamber regarding education is far more extensive than that in terms of our getting out to the local area high schools and talking to the kids. And that has been extremely rewarding and 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 sort of unexpected in, in a variety of ways for me personally too. Um, we'll, we'll take our Get Empowered, Get Employed program to the schools and we'll camp out there for the day uh, in one or two classrooms and we get in front of the kids and the classes will rotate through so each period we'll meet with a different group of kids and we'll talk to them about social media branding and how important that is. Uh, we'll talk to them about uh, doing mock job interviews so we'll get wow. a few brave souls in front of the class and we'll do a, a, a typical uh, ad hoc job interview, I'll sort of get a, a sense of, you know, tell me what field you're interested in and, and I'll just sort of adapt the interview around that for them. And the kids get to do these mock interviews in front of their classmates, you know, without the pressure of being in an actual job interview. Right. <laughs> um, and we'll do uh, a resume writing reviews too. So how to prepare uh, a resume. And that's another aspect of of the chamber's involvement, which is really great because we offer the kids these um, uh, volunteer opportunities for community service. And what I'm also always telling them is, you know, you're just building your resume. You're just getting started out there in the world. So you're not going to have a lot of job history to necessarily attract an employer yet. Right. Uh, but if you, you know, consider doing volunteer work, at the Chamber of Commerce, at the West Valley Food Pantry, at uh, uh, one of the uh, humane sh uh, uh, society shelters or something like that. Those kind of things count to employers like myself. When we're looking at a resume, uh, if I'm looking at two identical kids, but the one has done all of this community service and volunteer work, I'm gonna pay attention to that. So we try and impart that to, to the kids as part of our, uh, our, our lectures and presentations to them. And, uh, and, and that has turned out to be a real, real success in terms of um, just one of the many things that the Chamber offers.
years. Oh, that is immense, immense value to teaching that resume uh, skill and skill yeah. building really as a whole. Yeah. Uh, I personally I teach resume uh, oh. and skill building. Oh, I was a hiring manager for many, many years in the corporate world um, also. So uh, having that experience, you know, and looking at hundreds of resumes, you know, each month, those ones that stand out uh, yeah. by those unique skills, you know, employers want to see a well-rounded person. Yeah. It's not necessarily, you know, one specific job, of course longevity does matter but um, those extracurricular things that really humanize someone humanizes someone mm -hmm. uh, and gives you that insight into who they are as a person and their character qualities yep. are very very important uh, yes. in, res cool. in a resume yeah absolutely absolutely and 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 um, you know Diane and I and, and and the other business owners who participate in these you know we'll get uh, draft resumes from a lot of the kids, and uh, and it's clear this is their first time putting a resume together. <laughs> so, so, so these presentations have turned out to be really valuable in terms of where we can uh, offer them some feedback, and we always get some amazing, you know, thank you cards from the kids themselves. Uh, you know, just they, they seem to really appreciate it and uh, and put it to use. So. That mentorship yeah. is extremely valuable too, yeah. not only just for the skill building, but that feedback that you're mentioning, yeah. some clarity and direction um, as well, and yeah. places to improve as well as, as uh, opportunities, really where they're uh, doing it right too, right? Their strengths. Exactly. 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 So I know Diana mentioned while we're on the topic of volunteerism, you've had a lot of uh, volunteerism, philanthropy, you know, and community involvement. So would most of that be through the Chamber of Commerce and through that education system, or uh, how might uh, how might some of our listeners be involved? Yeah, it's both. Okay. Honestly, uh, it, it, certainly with the uh, the chamber itself. Um, there are just a variety of volunteer opportunities that we promote to the kids to, to contact the chamber itself. And um, uh, one of the big projects that we offer on an ongoing basis in the community is the beautification project. And uh, so a team will block a Saturday morning somewhere in the community and, and look at a, a particular area that might need uh, some fire hydrants painted or some graffiti painted over and you know just to kind of uh, clean up you know a particular place or area that needs a little TLC and uh, and it's really a low impact for the kids because it's just a matter of hey we'll reach out to you and are you available Saturday from 10 to 1 or something like that and uh, and again you're not only helping your community but that's a little item you can put on your resume as well. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so it's been it's been both those types of events where the chamber is concerned, um, but then I've found through getting to know folks in the community as well that um, uh, things like the West Valley Food Pantry, for instance, we did a little benefit concert um, just prior to Christmas um, uh, with my student house bands. Wow! And uh, we went over to the sagebrush and we, we raised some money for, for them. That uh, organization is fabulous. Uh, if I, I encourage all of your listeners to check out the West Valley Food, uh, Food Pantry in terms of the work they do. It is, I believe, one of the largest nonprofits in uh, LA 
uh, and a model very much in terms of helping uh, families in need. Um, and I know they help, they work with the homeless folks as well. Uh, but I toured the operation and it is fascinating and a, on a pretty large scale uh, wow. in terms of uh, the work they're doing. And uh, so that's one of my favorites uh, in terms of our, our, our local focus and, and local work. Um, but I've, I've, I've found that, you know, different issues sort of hit me in different ways. Um, uh, I had a chance to um, organize the, the, the Woodland Hills uh, uh, March for Our Lives event wow. uh, after the Uvalde uh, uh, tragedy. And uh, so, and the community turnout for that was fabulous, just exceptional. And we, and, you know, we were just part of a thousands of communities around the nation dur during that uh, that March for Our Lives event last fall. And in terms of gun safety legislation, uh, so different things have kind of um, come up at different times. That uh, if I can find a way to either personally get involved with that or marry it to the things we do with, with School of Rock. Um, I'll, I'll try to do that. Yeah. I love that. We might have to work together. I'm yes. actually a board member of a local um, nonprofit as well. So, oh, sweet. Yes, awesome. so the awesome. Family family Rescue Center. So we serve oh, yes. Yes, yes. thousands of, of low-income folks, homeless individuals. Uh, we do several events uh, throughout the year as well. So we just had a Christmas one with phenomenal provided gifts for all the kids and oh, yeah. Thanksgiving meals. We do an Easter event, a Halloween one, and back to school with uh, backpacks. Oh, beautiful. Um, also, yep. so right before the fall semester. So oh, yeah. I, I feel like we're yeah. going to have to get together and connect yes, on this. And absolutely. And and uh, the Boys and Girls Club uh, yeah. is part of the education committee. So they, they join us for those meetings. I tour their facility. And, of course, the work they do is is equally exceptional. Absolutely. Uh, and and uh, so uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we can kind of continue to you know, bring awareness to what they're doing and, uh, and, and continue to bring the business community through the chamber to, to organizations like them as well. It's a win-win for all, right? Yeah. We do our yeah. little part to make that social impact and we're all better as a collective. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite musical uh, influences? Ah, well, let's see. Uh, so I, I hail from uh, Toronto, Canada. That's where wow. I grew up. And I moved here in 95 uh, to, to L.A. So I'm a Canadian boy. I'm married to a Canadian, um, actually. Yes. So. Well, I like <laughs> yeah. him already. He was born right. from Long Beach, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Canadian also. All right. All right. So he's a, he's a good guy. Um, yeah, so I grew up uh, in the sort of 70s singer-songwriter era, so my influences were Gordon Lightfoot, Neil Diamond, John Denver, Kenny Loggins, James Taylor, that whole ilk kind of, you know, heavily, heavily influenced uh, a lot of the, uh, the music I got into, you know, writing and performing, and I, I've been a singer-songwriter all my life, um, and... Uh, uh, came from that sort of musical genre, so uh, that, that influenced the work that I would later uh, uh, write myself, and um, 
Looking forward to getting back out there this year again. So. Yes. Do you have anything on the books that we might support you on? Or, or not, not quite yet? Not yet, but I will be sure to let you all know. Uh, I'm in the uh, sort of writing, recording phase right now, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be out there soon. To be continued. Yes. yes. <laughs> so what are the exciting plans for School of Rock here in 2023? Uh, well, certainly continuing to... Um, uh, expand the the school in terms of our offerings. We have uh, launched a songwriting program. Wow! Uh, so so that is now one of the themes that we occasionally will offer to the, to the kids in terms of the the show theme for that season. Oh. So we we're we're doing our very first songwriting show in a couple of weeks. So it'll be the first time the kids are on stage performing their own music. Give so, us the details of that yeah. so the community might come out and support. Yes, uh, so the tickets are now on sale uh, here at the school. Uh, we'll be at the uh, Canyon Club on Sunday, January 22nd. Uh, and we'll be there all day. So between the young bands, as I said, performing to the middle, the, the performance program kids through the adults, everybody's going to be there. So we'll, we'll probably be performing from... 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, wow! Uh, so it's a big event for for us. Uh, so songwriting will be one of those shows. We're we're also doing uh, uh, tribute to No Doubt versus the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I love that! Uh, we've got a British Invasion show, and we've got um, 80s hair metal. Wow! Yes. Outfits too. Yeah, my my son is in that one, so I told him you. We're gonna get you the big hair, you know, <laughs> Bon Jovi wig for, for for this. So so that's mandatory uh, for the kids in that show. So I love that. Yeah. I'm a big Chili Peppers fan myself too. I just saw them in SoFi oh, with nice. the reunion tour. Yes. I was seven months pregnant at the time. Oh. In the pit. In the pit. People thought I was completely crazy, but uh, it was a blast. Nice. I was exposing that baby to great music, right? Awesome. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. He, yes. He he will come out uh, riffing to uh, to. Uh, uh, to the chili peppers for sure. Then we can only hope, fun. right? Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't wait to see that. I've got to definitely come out to that show too. Yes, so, please do. So they can buy tickets here at the School of Rock, and they also find them online. We're, it's not online. Uh, we sell them direct in advance to to the families, but they can also. Uh, just show up at the door. Uh, okay. So you, you can pay cash at the door. That's always an option too if you don't get a chance to uh, to get tickets. Okay. So so Canyon Club on January twenty second. Indeed. All day, whatever time works for you, right? Got to catch a little bit. You might see an eighties hair band. Might see some metal. Might see some originals. It's great. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You'll you'll see everyone there. I love it. So just for fun, a question: uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, very <laughs> clever. Okay. I am a diehard Trekkie. Okay. Uh, my wife is a diehard Star Wars fan, so it is a bit of contention in the family uh, to try and convince our son to move to, you know, the, the war, Star Wars side or, or the Star Trek side. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm firmly in the in the Trek camp myself. Got it. So it's like Angels versus Dodgers fans, kind of. Kind of. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But for sci-fi. But for sci-fi, indeed, <laughs> indeed, yes. yes. I love that. Uh, yes, I I, I dragged uh, dragged them out to Comic Con last month 
to uh, to meet William Shatner. So, wow! Yeah, oh, so, so you were a very diehard Trump. Oh yeah! Guy, so. Oh yeah! 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 It's uh, it, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't walk around in the costume. At least. Well, what about unless the Indian Club? club? Show. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not to say I don't have one. Oh. Maybe we can do a Star Trek theme performance here uh, at School of Rock. Uh, uh, I would be happy to do that. I'm not sure I can convince any of the kids to do that, but I, I would certainly be be right into that. I can. I can, you can think lead of it. These. You can lead it in your office. Uh, yes. Yes. I would be. I would be happy to do that. Yes. Sadly. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'd be proud. Be proud. That's amazing. I love that. No, thank you for so much, Phil, for sharing just. All of the things that make uh, School of Rock special, some exciting plans that you have for the year. Thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today about uh, any goals that you have this year or uh, some real plans for School of Rock past January? Uh, you know, we're just continuing to make School of Rock a, a presence here in the community. Um, you know, we are, you know, the School of Rock franchise is the world's largest performance-based music program. We, we have 330 locations now around the world. Wow. Uh, and my, my little corner of the world is the West Valley location, and there are many other others you know, in other parts of LA. Uh, and uh, we just kind of want to continue to preach the gospel of all things, you know, uh, School of Rock, just like Jack Black did in the movie, you know. I love it. One of my favorites. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for your time Thank here you. today, for sharing a little bit about you, about the business, about the exciting plans ahead, and even a little bit of Star Trek uh, <laughs> in there, too. I love it. So, thank you so much, Phil. Thank you for coming. Appreciate you. Uh, Thank you very much to our Valley Biz Buzz listeners. Again, I am Danielle Roy. I'm your Valley Biz Buzz host as well as founder at Morale Matters. Thank you so much and have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Be sure to like and follow Valley Biz Buzz on YouTube and your favorite podcast stations.